0: Do you ever draw when facilitating, or maybe you get your delegates to draw? How are your artistic skills? Well, my drawing skills are not the greatest, but that's no excuse not to draw. Because as qualified facilitators, we know that adults need visual information to learn, not just what we say, spoken information, but visual information. Think of infographics, charts, mind maps, sticky notes, word clouds, These are all visual tools, and you can use them to bring your training to life. But what about this thing called live scribing, or that thing called rich drawing? I'd never heard of either of these until I spoke with today's guest, Hannah Williams. Hannah works with clients to capture their spoken ideas and transform them into pictures. Now, it reminds me of a workshop I ran for a Hong Kong-based bank in Scotland a number of years ago, and I used something called a World Cafe format to capture information and to put this onto brown paper, which then the team uh, contributed to by standing up and drawing. But Hannah's graphics are streets ahead of anything I've seen in a long, long time. And she helps facilitators and consultants, people like you and me, to offer a visual service to their workshops, to their clients. Unique, bespoke story graphs of customer journeys, strategic plans. I mean, you name it, the sky is the limit. So today, What is the value to you and your clients of offering powerful live scribing and rich drawing? Why should you as a facilitator create visual information? And how more than ever, remote facilitation needs images and pictures to bring our training to life. This is episode 129 of the Training Business Podcast.
1: Hey! And welcome to the TrainingBusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett-Hayes.
0: Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Mark. I'm the host of the Training Business podcast, and it's my privilege to welcome you to another episode of the show. And this is the show, if it's your first time here, for freelance facilitators, trainers, consultants, people in the learning and development space who make a living from helping people to stretch their limits and and their horizons and be the very best that they can be. And the goal of this episode and every episode, every single week of the show, is to help you to start to grow and to scale a profitable training business. Now, I said before the music that we have a guest today, and it's really something that um, I'm quite happy to do because it's helping to bring a visual element ...to what is an auditory channel. Podcasting is obviously auditory. It requires me to use my voice to paint in your mind a picture of what's going on in front of my screen... ...or the kinds of people I'm talking to. And Hannah Williams is a specialist in helping people to visualize powerful ideas, strategic plans decision processes i mean anything you can think of that's visual hannah's able to transform this into amazing graphics and at the end of the show i'm going to give you a link to a website where you can see the kinds of help that she can offer to facilitators like you and me and of course the kinds of graphics and work she's done for other people hannah good morning welcome to the show
1: Thank you very much for having me, Mark. It's lovely to be here.
0: So your brand is Scribble Inc. Limited. I love the title. Scribbling, to my mind, conveys just, you know, the freedom to draw and to uh, put down your thoughts on paper. Your strap line is that you create strategic illustrations to help organisations communicate and collaborate more effectively. Wow.
1: Yes, exactly. What are
0: you currently working on that would help set the context for our conversation this morning?
1: Absolutely, yes. So I... I do tend to help mainly organisations and teams to engage and inspire their people through visual communication. And at the minute, I'm working on Um, quite an eclectic mix (laughs) of customers Um, but they're all fantastic in their own way so local government cybersecurity, law firms renewable energy um, and change transformation facilitators so it's um it's a really wonderful mix and where there's people and complex messages and space for discussion i will most likely be there so (laughs) um yes it's wonderful at the minute really really lucky
0: it's interesting that um this is so prominent these days, this necessity to draw things. We live in a current climate where we're away from people, but there's still a need to actually uh, present information in a visual concept. And you've written on your profile strategic illustrations and uh, live scribing and graphic recording. Why don't we just demystify those terms for people listening?
1: Yes, absolutely. There is a lot of, con- well, considering I help my customers with their jargon Um, there's a lot of jargon in my world as well so yeah that's a great idea so live scribing uh, to begin with is the live illustrating at an event Um, so I draw in real time in front of people on a huge whiteboard or a huge um, piece of paper and really get down all the ideas and discussions that are happening Um, obviously since COVID we've um, had to go digital with it which I was quite worried about at the start of April, especially as the events were dropping off. Um, But we've really managed to turn this around and help facilitate and help um, deliver really fantastic events visually um, and through digital means. So that's really exciting. Um, The rich picture side of things are illustrations that are created remotely. And they're normally from a document or a system, um, a strategy. And those are really text heavy um, information full pieces uh, that aren't created on the spot. There's a lot of work. They're more of a project. But I'm happy to talk about live scribing more to start with because I realise these are two quite different things. And, um, and like I said, a lot of jargon around it.
0: Let's do that, because I think it's very timely. I had, um, last week's guest was Isman Tanuri, who is a Miro expert. He's based in Singapore, and he works with organizations that, um, whose teams in facilitation workshops want more visual input. They want more kinesthetic input, where they're using a keyboard, a mouse to pull things onto a screen. So it's a quite timely conversation. We, we are running workshops, we're doing so remotely, but we need some way to bring information visually and to involve people kinesthetically. Now, for live scribing, if I've understood this, this is a live event, and you're not necessarily leading the event, but you're almost transcribing or capturing what's being said into a visual format. Is that kind of right?
1: That's exactly. You've got it. Yep. (laughs) Let's
0: hear you explain that even better than I can, okay? Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've done... That's beautiful, actually. Um, Set me up very nicely. So, yeah, exactly. I help and I, I'm almost like the cheerleader for the facilitator. Um, I'm capturing all of those beautiful pieces of information, the great nuggets of dialect and ideas that could otherwise be lost and it's making sure that they're they're there and they've been documented and people can feel valued that they've been heard and, and that comes across in a one-page visual that you can use after the event as well. So not only is it really exciting to see being created on the spot but it's also yours to keep after so it's it's that long tail of investment that um that I really help the facilitator with.
0: So you're working in partnership where someone is leading the event and you are almost like a silent partner you're capturing those nuggets of information, those observations, that input from the audience, and putting this into a visual format, which effectively is graphical recording, isn't it? It's making a large, and this is large, by the way. I've seen your drawings online. They're absolutely magnificent. I mean, I could only dream of cartooning like that, but they're they're really huge, impactful, full of color, full of diagrams. It's like a mind map, a gigantic mind map.
1: That's exactly right. Yes. They're often related to mind maps and, and they are, that's it's it's so similar. It's just taking it that one step further. So where a mind map is mainly text heavy, a live scribe or a graphic recording, as you said, they're very visual. So for those people who are visual learners, and even for people who aren't, if they just need to see information in a really easy way, in a really clear and engaging way, then this is for you, because it it gets those in, those messages across um, and invites people to talk. So if you need, especially as we're remote working, as you've said, getting people engaged is so hard, isn't it? You know, we're trying to get people involved in a conversation when their kids could be in the background, the cat could be walking over the keyboard. You've got to hold their attention, and this is a really unique and bespoke way to do it. So that's, you've kind of won half the battle there of people watching.
0: <laughs> I did something like this, although at the t- time I don't think I called it um, live-scribing. It was for an event for a, a Hong Kong-based bank, and this was an event in Scotland oh, four, three, four years ago. And uh, it was actually in Andy Murray's hotel, the Cromlicks. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I had all these people in the room, and I'm trying to draw on this huge piece of brown paper. But what was interesting was that I observed how quickly people were uh, happy to jump up, take a pen, and do this themselves. So this is more what you're describing as a done-for-you service or done-with-you service, where you're doing this at someone's event. The facilitator, in this case me, would lead the event, and then someone like you, who's far more talented, obviously, than than me, would come up and you'd draw these things, and then at the end, what the what the audience, what the delegates ha- have from that workshop is a, 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 a fully... Visualized uh, mind map, or or graphical recording, or live scribing uh, diagram of of everything that's been valuable for that day. What if someone says, "Well, you know what? I can't draw. I, I haven't a graphical or artistic bone in my body." What happens then?
1: Well, well, thank you for the compliment earlier, by the way. Always love that. <laughs> but I suppose it doesn't it doesn't really matter. That's it's not for them to worry about. I take that pressure off. So, and, and I've gone to some events where the facilitator has wanted to draw and wanted to write things down. And I love it because it, it really breaks down that barrier. Um, and it means that what I'm doing is just appreciated that much more. And it's, if you can concentrate on what you do best as a facilitator, I'm there to support you fully. I, I make sure all of those ideas are taken down and you can really shine and not have to worry because. What you're getting at the end is so full of information that your your participants, your attendees, your delegates, they're going to love it. And they're going to remember you as the person who introduced them to something really different. And it is, when I turn up with my whiteboard, people go, what are you doing here? What, who's this? Who's this? And I go, you know, oh, hi, I'm, an, I'm a life scribe. I'll be, you know, visualising your event. And um, by the end, they go, Oh my gosh! Can I take pictures? Oh, that's me! I said that, and um, and it's just getting people into that into that um, environment of sharing and being included and being heard, and that's only going to bring out better um, outcomes, really. So, if if they can't draw, then well, actually, to be fair, that's where you come in. That is where I come in, but at the same time, it's everyone can draw everyone can draw it's our most innate form of of writing down you know of, of draw drawing is how we communicate in the simplest form without words without writing it it is drawing so on some level everyone will will get involved with this because it's it's speaking to a part of us that's ancient really and um, and that's really exciting to see as well
0: and could you give me example of times or situations contexts when you've helped a consultant a facilitator a trainer at their event in partnership with with them and the audience how does that work
1: yeah so i've a really lovely example is with um a change transformation facilitator change management facilitator and they had c-suite level in and it was a difficult focus group to say the least um it was quite um heated but in a really good sense that dialogue was flying and it was remote this was just last year so it was all done digitally as well working from home and it it could have got lost I think the conversation could have it was very important that this focus group came out with an outcome but it wasn't going that way for about an hour um But as they could see, I was writing down the same bits of information as they were going round in circles. They sort of thought, right, we're not finding our journey here. This is not clear. It's not coming out in the vision, in the illustration. Where are we going wrong? And the facilitator could see that. It wasn't just, he couldn't just hear it, he could see it. So adding that extra element in meant that they could flag it, adapt to it, and then change it. And they could really come out the other side and say, now we've got a journey. Now we can see where we're going. And they actually used the physical piece of artwork to channel and really be held accountable for their next steps. So it's, it's understanding that when you're going round and round and round in those conversations, to step out and to see almost like a bird's eye view of, right, we've gone round in a circle for an hour what are we going to do to stop going round again and that that was really exciting to see
0: so the graphics are providing evidence of of what's taken place and people can visually see if they've they're retracing their footsteps effectively exactly okay. yes
1: it's it's like a, a map a story um, of your event of the meeting um, and you can see where you've been and also where you're going to go next, because obviously at the end of a lot of meetings, you you, uh, you know, it's next steps or calls to action and they get involved too. Those, those are included into the visual and you can say, right, what are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? And that is such a big part of change, isn't it? That is so fundamental to why we have meetings. Um, so if you can really be held accountable for those actions, then the change is more likely to happen.
0: That's one of the three reasons you think this is useful, Hannah. Um, you mentioned one. It's it's first of all having this as an offering, as a facilitator, uh, as a coach to your audience, that's something different because not many trainers think of the drawing element and, and its necessity in helping people to break through, to come up with ideas and to break through. And the second reason you gave me is that it helps to engage communication. Have there been times when you found that drawing things helps people to open up more or to uh, create ideas that they perhaps can't um, or are unwilling to share? How has you know, drawing facilitated people's ideation? Let's Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, so um, in the cybersecurity world, obviously there are a lot of really, really complex ideas and messages. Um, and something I did was to help them visualize a system, one of the systems they use. And it was really good, it, it really went well. And at the end, the director came up to me and he said, This is fantastic. Thank you so much. I finally understand it. <laughs> and I thought that's a bit scary (laughs) that that should worry me but actually made me laugh so much and I think it's that idea that we can go through life and we all do and we can feel really hopeless and like we're behind or we don't understand and all it takes is for a drawing to bring you back in and think no I do no I understand now and I I was right I just needed that bit of um, support and I and to feel part of the team so that is one of my favorite stories and I will never tell you who it is I will never tell anyone but it's so funny and it makes me laugh every time
0: and the third reason you've given me is that um it helps people to be accountable how does drawing something in the course of a workshop help to keep people accountable post-workshop
1: yeah it's a great question I think as we've said before as I've kind of touched on earlier we make. I think in the hype of a of a really great meeting, you can come away and think, "Yes, cool, we've got it, we've got it down, we've got it sorted." And then life happens, and you've got to pick up all of those other jobs that you had before, and you've got to pick all, all of those post-it notes up that are everywhere around the desk. And it can only be thirty minutes, and you've sort of forgotten what you've agreed to or what the next steps are. So if you've got this really engaging piece of artwork that not only looks great on your computer on as you know as um, marketing material but also as a useful valuable piece of information you're going to look at it again and think that's what I'm doing that's my next step and it's making sure that people are all on the same page I think and part of the team they understand that they're one part of something bigger and and that's what Visual can do it, can really keep people engaged and keep people working well as a team, um, and ensuring that you're not going to get sucked back into life at the end of it, and especially during remote working. I know the Zoom fatigue is real. I don't know about you, Mark. I am so knackered after it. I'd much rather sit in a four hour meeting in person, and then you, it's a one hour Zoom meeting at the end, you think, Oh, my life. Ooh, I need a. you know, is, I don't know why, but um, yeah, making sure that people are still engaged when they're not in the same room is so valuable.
0: Right. So a Zoom screen is just literally like a, it's like the Brady Bunch. It reminds me of this TV series, The Brady Bunch. Everyone's just literally one inch high and you have a group of people and literally within 10 minutes, your brain's screaming for something else to do, something else to look at. So when we're involving people who are co-creating something visual it's much much more stimulating far more enjoyable and I think there's a feeling of pride when there's something you've come up with and it's on front of everyone it's there you can see it it's almost tangible isn't it
1: Oh that's exactly it yeah and that tangible element really worried me actually when we went digital because a large part of the live scribing in person on paper is that people can come up and touch it and go oh, I said that and oh, we'll take this back and it'll be on the wall in the office. But it's not the point. You know, the point is that it's tangible. Either way, you're bringing ideas out of someone's head and putting them onto paper and you can walk around them and you can prod it and you can, you know, um, as one of my most favourite change transformation people says, sniff it, you can you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really get around it and go, what are we doing here? Let's, you know, everything's out of your head. It's no longer in the ether. It's, it's real and you can look at it and that's exciting. I think making sure that you're, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see someone's ideas and the start of something written down. That's the first step normally. So, that's always great to see.
0: And I think we need to do justice to your artwork because I mean this isn't something that you can I I could do. It's it's incredibly detailed stuff. I mean I'm looking at your website which is scribbleink.co.uk. Uh some of these are literally I think Banksy 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 would be uh, jealous. I mean they're just really complex, multi-layered, multi-themed. So many uh islands of information, graphics linked together through a central theme. Um, there's a quotation on your site from Cytel, which of course is a large multinational, and, and they say, our rich picture is incredible and has exceeded all expectations. The complexity, scale, urgency, and importance of the subject has been captured brilliantly well. Wow. Um, and I guess some of these are permanent, right? I mean, these are organizations for whom you could be brought into and have been brought in to produce something which uh, it's permanent. It's a, it takes over a wall and employees can can walk past this and see it and refer to it. Um, has that ever happened when people have said to you, just leave it there? We want this to be like a centerpiece of information that people can come back to and refer to and be inspired by.
1: Yeah, it happens a lot. And that is the biggest, oh, it puts the biggest smile on my face. Um, when people really feel that it's authentic to them. Um, one of my favorite ones um, was when they turned the they, they had quite a few different scribes happen um, over a course of about two months we did about six or seven and they had it turned into wallpaper so that is one of my <laughs> one of my favorite stories <laughs> and it turned into about a 20 meter long wall covered in my in my drawings Um, but it was it was brilliant it was really based in them discovering their values their mission their vision their ways of working and they just felt like it it was so pertinent and it was so authentic to the discussion they had they wanted all of their employees to see what had happened so this was mainly managers and um, a couple of teams uh, within the organization but it was so They felt uh, a reflection of their own themselves. That yeah, it got wallpapered around the office.
0: No higher compliment, I guess, than than your installation effectively being part of their furniture. Now it's part of the building, really.
1: Definitely, I think the the other one that really sticks in my mind is when they said, "Don't use your paper; draw right on the wall." Um, That was a actually, I wasn't nervous at all. I just got really hyped for that because it was a great business. but yeah, that was that was another great one. That was their timeline of how they got to where they are now. And, um, and they said, yeah, just go straight onto the wall. Don't worry. I'm like, Oh my God, these people have so much faith in me. <laughs> and you know, when you think to yourself, I don't know if I have this much faith in me, <laughs> but it, it turned out it's one of my favourite pieces to date. So yeah, so I do, I love the pressure of it. And I think that's what facilitators do as well, don't they? When you're in that room, Yes. And when you're with those people and you're so ready to get that information out of them and help them on their journey, I'm right there beside you. It's I'm just as excited as you are. Um, and especially to have something created from that is is always a wonderful feeling.
0: You also offer this thing called rich drawing, and this is not done live or it's done, let's call it uh, asynchronously, where it's something you're commissioned to do Why would someone want, let's say a facilitator, a trainer listening to this, why would they want a rich drawing? Is it like an infographic? Is that the kind of same
1: thing? Yes. Very, very similar. Yeah. So rich drawing or rich picture. And I should say really, the the word rich is because of the level of information. It is so full of um, ideas and passion and the richness is, that's where the rich comes from. Um, and like you say, these are created remotely. And for me, I think what I have done for other facilitators is help them visualise their strategy or their way of working. And a lot of the time you're trying to describe something that is so personal. And if you, you use a visual as an aid, it helps tell that story a little bit easier and in a way that people will digest more deeply so I mean I create them for documents systems annual reviews best practice guides but for a facilitator I think it is that sense of these are my values this is my vision for you and the mission is to get you working xyz or as a team in a really cohesive way or you're all on you know and that is where a rich picture rich drawing comes into its element
0: and I've seen this myself, Hannah, where I've I've done something like this, not as well, obviously, but I've done something like this for a proposal where, let's say I'm doing some sales training, which is my niche, and I will give people an infographic or, or a rich drawing. I've never called it rich drawing. I should do that perhaps from now on, but uh, it's a, it's, a, it's an infographic of the journey that their people will go on. So we'll do this here, and then you'll kind of go down this path, and here you'll be doing these things and so on. So that's a very powerful way. So there are lots of ways that a trainer, a coach, a facilitator could stand out from the competition by having something really visual, not just a document, but bringing it to life through colour and through images and so on,
1: I guess. Exactly, yeah. And especially if you're going out for tender, I've what I've heard a lot from my customers is that they're capped at a word limit and if they've reached that limit, they can't add any more information in or you could add a rich drawing in. And that tells your story on a different level. And you've used no words, technically. You've put a picture in. Um, and especially if you're, you're, a sor- you're the sort of person who it's much more powerful to see where you're going or to see where you could take someone, that visual element just works on a different level as well. So that's always good to think about.
0: And you, you have workshops, obviously, on your website. Um, whom do those help? what's in them
1: yes so if you go onto the website um for anyone listening you can actually see a 30 minute free webinar around sketchnotes and sketchnotes are the most simplest form of what i do so they're normally in a sketchbook a bit like journaling or if you've heard of bullet journals this is this is perfect for you um but the workshops are very specific so i will go into how best sketch notes would work for you showing you a great range of techniques and skills tips around drawing and how to draw quickly because <laughs> obviously that's quite key when people are talking um and really compartmentalizing your brain into listening drawing and then synthesizing the information so i tend to work a lot these are really good actually with universities so lecturers um and when they're trying to teach people and write at the same time this this webinar or the workshop has been really useful for them um but also to be honest everyone anyone uh, when I did this webinar I had such a varied range of people saying to me oh this was fantastic and I started using the skills the same day and I'm like wow okay cool I thought this was just going to be mainly for maybe um leadership teams but it's I don't know why I thought that because like I said earlier drawing is a really innate form of communicating for a lot of people. Um, so yes, check it out. And then let me know, you know, if you're listening to this, um, I'd love to hear what you think. Um, if you're interested in seeing a more behind the scenes version of me, then Instagram and LinkedIn are, are always my go-to places. So
0: so why don't we end on that note then, Hannah? People can find more about you. at LinkedIn, obviously, Hannah Williams, um, and then uk. That's your domain name
1: that is me yes
0: and on there you've got rich pictures live scribing workshops and then your contact information and of course on Instagram what's your uh, social media tag or uh, ID
1: yeah it's at scribble inc limited ltd Um, and that's a a very unedited version of of what I do so if you're interested in some behind the scenes then go and check that out (laughs) It's normally me talking to my dog a lot, but there's drawing involved as well. (laughs)
0: Brilliant. Hannah, thank you so much for being my guest today on the show.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure, Mark. Thank you.
0: My sincere thanks to Hannah for being our guest today on the show. And of course, thanks to you for your time, wherever you are. You've got some wonderful ideas for episodes and content. So please keep these ideas coming and you can reach me via email directly mark at trainingbusiness.com Please subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice and you've a range of podcast platforms out there Apple Stitcher Spotify and many many more. I can't list them all because there are quite a few and the podcast world of course is growing growing every single week. There are more and more services and more and more uh, pieces of software offering podcasts. So whichever one works for you, please subscribe because it costs you nothing but absolutely means everything to me as I put my heart and time each week into producing episodes and bringing you guests whose training business journey, whose expertise can help you with yours. So please subscribe. And of course, if you have any suggestions, keep those coming, mark But until next week, please keep on selling, keep on training and look after yourself. Bye for now. Take care.